I'm Chief Cheryl Victorian. This is Waco PD on the beat. Whether it's crime or just getting to know the Waco Police Department, we're here to talk about things that matter most to you. Hello, Waco, and welcome to Waco PD on the Beat. I'm Sierra Shipley, the Public Information Officer. And I'm Officer AJ Smith, the Crime Stoppers Coordinator for McLennan County. And you know what I just realized, AJ? What's that? We Sierra. have not we have not said in a while the meaning of beat. Do you remember it? We're building relationships, relationships engaging the community. Actively working together to keep you all safe with teachable, teachable moments, moments for, all. for all. That's right. That I memorized it. I know, and that's that. I know it is kind of a hard acronym. I wish it, I wish we could come up with something shorter. But there's so much, there's so much we want to do all the time. There's so much we want to we want to make the public, you know, known that this is what we're trying to do. That it's hard to sum things up into one word. So many shenanigans that we get into. <laughs> Good shenanigans, though. Good shenanigans. All all the events. That, that we get, that we are putting on. Uh, we actually... Uh, We've got a lot coming up, too. We do have a lot coming up. Before we get into any of that, for this episode, we're actually going to be talking about the Community Outreach Unit, and we don't have any special guests. It's you and I. I'm and not that special? Is, well, well, we are special in our own ways, but, I mean, we're on every episode, so... My mom tells me I'm special. You are so special, AJ. <laughs> but uh, we figured that... AJ, you're in the community outreach unit. I am. And I work very closely along alongside that unit. And so it it would be really cool to just talk about what you guys all do in there. And um, it kind of seemed a little silly to have someone on that you can so easily talk about. Like Plus, this way I can kind of say whatever I want and no one can fact check me. <laughs> like we do all the community activities all of them. All of them. At least 50%. We outreach to the community. <laughs> well, you are we the community outreach we unit. We engage with the community sometimes. Mm -hmm. That's very true. <laughs> uh, well, yes, yeah, so the community outreach unit is not all officers as well, right? No. So, so explain how many uh, people are in the community outreach unit. Five of them, five. including myself. Five, including yourself. Yes. And who are those five? So we've got myself. Officer Martinez, who we've had on a couple times. Mm -hmm. We've got Candace. I don't know. Has she been on here? She has We've not had her volunteers, but she has not volunteers. been on here. Mm -hmm. And then we've got uh, Sergeant Motley, who's our supervisor. And then uh, we've got Nora, who kind of helps fill in the pieces. Right. And the community outreach unit is so much more than uh, community outreach, I feel like. I mean. Yes. It, like anything to do with. I guess connecting the community to the police department. Um, basically, if you're not calling nine one one because you need emergency assistance, mm -hmm. we're going to be the ones that you work with. Yeah, us or Nat. I mean, they're they're starting to do programs and things too. But yes, our neighborhood engagement team is starting to do some more community driven events and things like that. But I would say that you guys are the most fun unit. We and did bring bounce houses to the police department. so <laughs> That's not me being biased. And when I say the most fun, I mean, we've talked about a lot on this podcast where, you know, when, when you call 911, it's not because you're calling 911 to talk about how great of a day you had. And an officer, a, a police officer, uh, you know, patrolling the streets that day isn't coming to service you because you just wanted to say hi, you know. 
And so, I mean, you know, every once in a while, someone might walk up to an officer and just say hi, right? But it, it, that's not very uh, as common as what you guys get to do, no. which is go to schools, hang out with kids. Answer all the really fun and interesting questions. Yes, yes. Like kids um, ask the darndest things. Is a <laughs> TV show for a reason. Yes. Um, you guys get to, you know, handle all the volunteers with the police department. Um, you have the Junior Police Academy and... You guys, you guys get to do all the fun stuff. We do. <laughs> Put on all the events. Um, red Ribbon Week. Red That's a big one, especially ribbon. for, you know. like That's so hard for me to say. Red, red Ribbon Week. Red Ribbon Week. You've got to go home and practice. Sally sells seashells oh, by the seashore. Looks like you have to practice, too. <laughs> I can say Red Ribbon Week. Darn it. <laughs> you got me. Uh, yeah, Red Ribbon Week was something that was, oh my gosh, so much fun to be a part of. Yeah. Uh, I started just tagging along with stuff that you guys do because I love seeing the community uh, light up and engage. And I, and I love watching that aspect of the stuff that we do here at the department. Uh, talk about Red Ribbon Week and, and what that all is. So we rotate through different schools to basically, I think it's every three years, cover all the elementary schools in the county. So we get, um, you know, we've got DPS involved. We get the county sheriff's department involved, and they have a special surprise for most of the schools. I'm not going to ruin it, um, but if you have a kid that's in elementary school and they like airplanes and things that fly... uh, (laughs) You know, make yes, sure weather, that weather permitting. Yes, it's weather a permitting. Very cool surprise. It's a very cool surprise. Um, we get our canine unit. Uh, DPS has brought their canine a couple times. SWAT, SWAT comes out there. Uh, we've had the the Woodway SWAT team. Uh, basically, just anybody that's law enforcement in the county will mm-hmm. get in a big convoy, turn all of our lights and sirens on in the middle of a presentation on anti drug lifestyle choices for kids the convoy rolls up in the middle of it and just their faces light up as bright as our lights are and (laughs) everybody starts screaming and hooting and hollering and then you know we've got little stations where uh, the kids will break out and learn about the different aspects of policing involved right right. so yeah you guys focus on a lot of different events Uh, in the in the past year we've had um, some honorable mentions which is the back to school bash and the truck or treat. Yes. And is there another one? I feel like those, were like, I those were like the two biggest. Yeah, those are the two that like. Oh, oh, I can Blue Santa. Blue Santa. I was like, yeah. I know there's something else. Yeah, Blue Santa's not a new one though. We've been no, doing that. No, for but I feel yeah, so. you guys have been doing Blue Santa for a really long time. I feel this this way was a little bit different this year though, wasn't it? Or it was organ maybe it was just organized on our part Literal a little bit different. Blue Santas. Yeah, we. Had I don't think we've had suits. Yet. They weren't suits. Edition. It was a blue Santa. We called we called Santa and we said, hey, you got a brother? And he's like, yeah. And he loves the police department and he wears a blue suit because of it. Yeah. And we said, please. Well, that was North Pole Spec Ops. They, yes. They've sent people to different agencies. We were able to get some assistance from their liaison this year. That's right. That's yeah. right. So, yeah, we had blue Santa come yeah. and surprise all uh, a whole bunch of kids in the community handing out presents. And that was so much fun. Yes. Uh, and so... 
that is just a little bit of what you guys do. We've talked about so much because we've also yes. had volunteers in our past episodes. We've had the volunteers, the volunteer chaplains, chaplains, explorers. Um, those are the ones that meet regularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, CPA, Citizens Police Academy is what that stands for. Um, yeah. And now it seems like, and tell me if I'm wrong, but you have all these volunteers and all these like extracurricular activities people can be a part of. That's a lot of like after work hours for you guys, right? What are work hours? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. we do, we flex our schedules a lot. Um, just depends on what events are coming up, what uh, educational programs, mm-hmm. uh, national night outs, another big one we do national every year. Night out, yes. I don't know how I forgot that one. We've already started planning it and it's eight months out. Right. So, Hey, we got to plan. We got to plan at least a year out for these events now. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. How? I mean, it's. I came. I feel at the perfect time because it was a few months after Chief Victorian has started, and in the midst of all that, she said, "I want to put on some events." And uh, yes. you know, it, excitingly, it was uh, put on you guys to kind of figure out how that all was going to happen, and you guys made it work. Yeah. So. I mean, I. Very grateful to our chief for what I'm going to consider job security, <laughs> but also just the the support that we have for giving back to the community. And um, I feel like a lot of what community outreach does is educational. Yeah, um, I love it, I love Officer Martinez's wall of information. That's what I call one? it. The one that's in the in your guys's closet with that oh, all the brochures yes. and the pamphlets. Is like a thirty foot long wall from floor to ceiling of informational handouts. Yes, some of from those are any- really funny from like the nineties, <laughs> but from any topic that you can imagine. Yeah. Seriously, I mean, it's from sim- like something simple as like bike safety, like a brochure, like yes. talking about specific helmets and things like that, or it goes all the way to drug prevention. Yes, um, and anything in between, and it's not all specifically law enforcement related no. topics um there's gun safety uh, eddie eagle i remember hearing about him as a kid and now like i've got the brochures to hand out to kids and the videos that i think are in there too i mean <laughs> it's just so much information that we've got um you know we'll we'll get asked to go to there's a few churches that have asked us to help with like um security type things like hey we've been having an issue with random people showing up in the middle of our service. What can we do about that? We want to get a security team together. How can we do that? Um, We do, we had uh, Detective Glenn on here and he talked about how he does the the security assessments. That's something else that we can do. Um, I'm pretty sure we do residential surveys too. Could be wrong, but I know that's something you and I have gone to class to start getting certified in, but yes. um, In addition to the safe unit, Community Outreach does those surveys, too. Uh, business surveys. Well, and you guys also Everything. assist in other people's events. So like, if someone is putting on an event and, yeah. they, and they want someone like an officer or the fire truck or something like that, uh, they will call on you guys to have you guys come out for a weekend event for a few hours and, and yeah, help out we, with that. We just did a super cool thing with Walmart had, like, an Easter egg hunt. I don't remember the exact number. It was in the thousands of eggs that they had oh hidden in the field next to their parking lot. Ooh. They asked us to come out, and, I mean, it's just 
you name it, we show up um, as long as one of us is available because we do have a lot of things going on <laughs> and there's only, really it's only Officer Martinez and I that, that can go show up as police officers. Right, right. Uh, occasionally Sarge will come out there and help us too when like one of us is on one event and then mm-hmm. they need two people for another one. Um, it It's just cool to be able to, you know, like we've talked about previously and earlier about getting involved on a good day instead of, you know, trying to solve someone's problems and right on their worst day. Right, exactly. And so you've been here for about five years. Yes. Did I get that just right? Just shy of five years. Just shy of five years. Yeah. Me too. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm still under a year. Uh, so I feel though, you know, in, in the five years that you've been here, uh, how much how much fun have you had in the last year? It has been exciting. It has been so much fun, again, doing the positive engagement with the community instead of showing up on a bad day. But, I mean, I remember when I was in field training, um, I'm not going to say when, because it may have technically been illegal to have a lemonade stand and my field training officer, Bynum. Uh, Bynum and I showed up to a lemonade stand, bought lemonade, and it got plastered on the Facebook page. And I was like, I like this. This is an aspect of policing (laughs) that I really enjoy, and I would love to do more. And, um, you know, now lemonade stands are legal and I can't find one to save my life. You know, now that I get to do that where it's like, I don't have to go answer a call. I can just, what's up kids? You guys want some stickers? Uh, (laughs) I'll give you a buck and some stickers and you give me like two lemonades maybe. Oh my goodness. But just like hanging out with whoever we get to interact with is so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. Lemonade stands are illegal? They used to be. Yeah. Um, I think it was 20... Late 2017, early 2018, there's some legislation passed that finally made them, like, not illegal to do. Oh. I don't remember what it was, but I just remember at the Having time it was an stand. illegal that, thing. That was something that was so much fun to do as a kid was yeah. have a lemonade stand. Kids don't follow rules. They don't know the rules. but yeah. They're only making, like, 10 bucks. Let them have the lemonade stand. You made $10 off a lemonade stand? Yeah. I think I probably never made money. Like <laughs> You're just giving it away. No, just like nobody ever bought it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it was like, I, th- I feel like it was my mom calling the neighbors. and was like, can you just go by there and give her a quarter? <laughs> so what you're saying is my mom didn't get her friends to come buy lemonade from me. I don't know. Maybe ask her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad they're not illegal anymore. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, little known facts. Right. And, and I'm shocked we haven't brought this up yet, but you specifically are in charge of something very important. To our county. Crime Stoppers. Crime Stoppers. That's yeah. right. That's something else that's part of the community outreach. That's true. Unit. I kind of just forgot about that one. I was like, oh, we'll talk about Crime Stoppers in another episode. But we can totally but, do that. But we can just give them a little little yeah. taste of it today. I mean, you are. Absolutely. So that's 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 my job title is the Crime Stoppers coordinator. And I serve, or Crime Stoppers serves all of McLennan County. So if you don't know what it is, Crime Stoppers is a way to incentivize people to report what they know about crimes to help the police solve crime. It is the only uh, totally anonymous reporting platform. You can call in a tip. You can uh, get on our website. You can send text us inform- a tip. You can't text a tip. You can't? Anymore. But there's oh, an I'm app you kidding. can download. Yeah. So in order to keep people anonymous, you can't text it in because mm. then your number is associated with it and you True. can potentially have your identity compromised that way. So, okay. Uh, no longer a text option, okay. but uh, you can always call either 254-753-HELP, which is 4357, or something new, Crime Stoppers USA 
just rolled out maybe a month ago is if you call Star Star Tips, you can click a link. So whenever you hang up from them, you click a link that they'll text you, and um, it basically it gives you yeah, it gives you a way to add more information and keep track of the tip number. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the only way you you can you're identified as a tip number. And right. unless you tell someone, hey, I'm tip number W1234, uh, nobody knows except for you and, yeah, just you, just unless you tell somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and so you can also download the app. Yes, the P3 app. Um, it's a it's a blue P with a three incorporated in it. And you can and find that. It's super easy it's, to search. P, yeah. The letter P and the number three, P3 app. Yeah, and... That's on Google, Android, and Apple, mm-hmm. iTunes. Um, the cool thing about the app is it keeps you anonymous, and you can basically two-way communicate with me. So if I've got a question for you, hey, um, we're not finding the person you're talking about is wanted. Do you have like what his age might be or what their address is? You can send that information right back to me. Uh, and then... Uh, I don't think I've mentioned it yet, but the coolest thing about Crime Stoppers is that you can get up to two thousand dollars <laughs> if somebody gets arrested. So um, when your tip is, you know, successful, it leads to an arrest. That's how I can tell you, hey, go collect your reward. This is how to do it. Um, if not, then you have to continually call back and check on it. Right, so right. And something else that's I think is really interesting too is uh, the fact of the the anonymity that that was impressive. Thank that's you. taken me a year to pronounce Thank or uh, enunciate. I, I always have to like think about it before I say it. Yeah. Yes, like Nemo. Well, anyway, what I was saying is no, you're good. It it's really hard that we've noticed our detectives. You know, people aren't very forthcoming with information. Whether it can, even if it's not going to get them in trouble to be forthcoming with that information, they just are, are worried or scared or what that may be. And so with Crime Stoppers, it's really nice to know that if you're going to, if, if you know something about any sort of crime you and, and you are afraid of retaliation or any, anything like that, you can submit that tip and... If it leads to an arrest, like you said, up to $2,000. Yeah. So I want to say the national average is 80% of tips go unclaimed. So 80% unclaimed? Yeah, I think that's what the number I got taught was. Oh yeah. My. So it's crazy to me that it, it's like people just need an avenue to voice their concerns. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, the, the, it's it, like at that point, because a lot of times, too, like you're right, some people, they just want to. They want to say it, and once they say it and get it off their chest, they they feel better. Yeah, you know? there's a lot it's of a people. conscience type thing. Yeah, there's a lot of people I think are worried about, you know, retaliation or retribution like you mentioned earlier, and so it keeps them from saying things. Other people, they could care less. They're going to do things they think other people are going to do illegal things. It's whatever. It's a circle of life. So we incentivize them with money, mm-hmm. and then they come forward with information. So we're kind of getting people from both sides, the people that are scared, the people that are just kind of apathetic, don't want to do anything. Um, we incentivize both of them with anonymity and money. Mm-hmm. And um, the end goal is just to help solve crime. So okay. at the end of the day, if somebody gets arrested, that's awesome. Like, especially if that's the person that committed a crime and 
you know, that's where they need to be. Yeah. Um, I was going somewhere with this, and I completely, like, went down a rabbit hole. No, you're good. I think it's really cool that the Crime Stoppers is a part of the community outreach unit, and some people might not realize why. And I think to clear that up, it would be because that you're not the one really you're there to help the crime stoppers board or the yes. crime stoppers um organization yeah crime stoppers but is completely separate from the crime the stoppers is completely separate from the police department you're there as the police officer to help these community members who um uh to help these community members understand the law enforcement side of things right yeah, so basically, since I'm a police officer, I've been blessed to have access to uh, criminal justice information systems. So, um, the tip comes in, says, Billy Bad Guy's wanted. I can confirm that, you know. I can go to my computer and type in his name, look him up, get a date of birth for for that person, and do a little bit of pseudo-detective work. I don't, I'm not going to call myself a detective because, like, I'm not that qualified, <laughs> but I'll uh, I'll make sure that you know the person's wanted. Find a, a better address or you know link information together a little bit more. Uh, make it look pretty. Send it to a detective or send it to someone to go apprehend that guy. So, as a police officer, I can do things that the board can't do. So, Crime Stoppers is a nonprofit. So they are independent of the police department. So everything that comes in to Crime Stoppers is not subject to open records. It's not subject to disclosure under the Code of Criminal Procedure. And there's actually state law in the Government Code, Chapter 414, that says there's a whole list of procedures that have to be complied with in order to get Crime Stoppers information just basically discussed at trial. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's a very involved process. And from what I've heard, it never actually goes through. Like, no one's ever able to get it to go to court. So that's just how how well protected people's anonymity is. And if you accidentally tell me something that reveals who you are in a tip, I'm going to redact it. You're still confidential. Like you're not anonymous because I know who you are, but there's only two people that have access to that system in, in the county, and I'm one of them. So right. I'm going to redact it. And then pass it on to whoever needs that information. Mm-hmm. So and so and because Crime Stoppers is a nonprofit, it's uh, you know helped kind of worked by the board, which is a bunch of community members just wanting yeah. to have a safer community and uh, you know serve serve justice. So I think that's really cool and kind of that's why it's part of that community outreach unit. Yeah, because we're like I don't want to say the enforcement branch of the community, but like <laughs> we're we're one of the ways that you can be an involved community member and, um, you know, actively work to help the community and help the police department with, with crime fighting. Yeah, yeah. If someone wanted to be part of Crime Stoppers, um, it, how can they do that? Uh, I guess shoot me an email, crimestoppers <laughs> yeah. at wacotx.gov. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. And th- I mean, there's a lot of different ways to volunteer. With the department, yeah. there's the Crime Stoppers. We have um, in your unit. We've got the police chaplains. We have the WCP AAA. We have that, that's an alphabet soup. <laughs> WCP AAA. It's Is the Waco Citizens Station? Police Academy alumni. 
Association. Association. That sounds right. Yes. Thank <laughs> you. I was like, wait, there's another A I'm missing. Yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, all, all those different, the Junior Police Academy isn't necessarily like volunteer, but you end up kind of doing volunteer work. Yeah. So the way that I would explain it is the Junior Police Academy is kind of a recruitment tool and training class for kiddos, well, I, don't, I say kiddos, but um, high school age youths that are interested in law enforcement. And if they want to continue learning and continue being involved and become a volunteer, the Junior Police Academy or JPA leads right into the Explorer program, mm-hmm. which is one of our volunteer youth education programs. And then for the adults, we've got the CPA or Citizens Police Academy. That's very similar um, a training platform and recruiting tool for the CPAAA. So graduate from the Citizens Police Academy, become a member of the Alumni Association if you so choose, and, uh, you know, get get to be involved and volunteer at all of our different events. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different things for, from, from all sorts of ages that you could be a part of this department. And I think it's great, too, to have all those opportunities for the community to come in and, and see what we do and... And I say we, I mean, I mean you as officers. Uh, well, you get drug, you get drug into a lot of it too. So <laughs> it's us. <laughs> well, I, and I and I would say that I really enjoy it as well. But it's really cool to kind of pull back the curtain for that community. And there's really there, there is no curtain. It's just kind of if you, you know, if you want to see what's going on over here, then come on over because it's hard to to show what we're doing all the time every day, right? Yeah, I mean there. There isn't a curtain, but there's like the illusion of one. I feel like a lot of community members I talk to feel like there's some sort of Wizard of Oz curtain that the police department's hiding behind. We're hiding in the really tall Batman-looking tower (laughs) over off a pine. But realistically, like, all I got to do is talk to us. Like, if you talk to me, I'm going to tell you, hey, come do a ride-along. Like, sit in the police car, see for yourself. Don't ask questions, see it. And then, you know, you're going to have really good questions instead of the ones you had, like, I feel like a ride along will answer most people's questions and lead to the hard ones. Right, right, exactly. It helps the community understand us, but it also helps our officers understand those community members as well. Yeah. Some of my favorite ride alongs have been people that don't like the police. Okay. Because there you go. I know right off the bat they don't like me. Mm-hmm. And okay, my grandma likes bean soup. So <laughs> I'll sit in there and I'll talk to them. And then by the end of the time, they're like, This was a good experience. You put pants on in the morning too? Yeah. Pretty much, right? Yeah. They're like, you're just a normal person? Yeah. Yeah. With normal person with like 50,000 pounds of equipment on me and a bunch (laughs) of stuff that rattles. But yeah, I mean, I've got flesh and bones just like you. I mean, I try to wake up in the mornings, (laughs) but um, I feel like it's always good because sometimes we'll have, I don't know what awkward is. Like I... I get into awkward situations sometimes and it doesn't bother me. So I'll, I'll have a normal conversation with somebody that doesn't like me. We will become friends. And at the end of the day, I feel like I've learned something too, because now I have their perspective on why they didn't like me at the Mm -hmm. beginning of the shift. And, um, I get to answer questions. Like, I feel like if you have questions about law, what law enforcement's doing, or you don't understand why this YouTube video looks so bad, like, come ride with us. Like, ask an officer. I I feel pretty comfortable saying that everyone at Waco that you could potentially ride with 
is going to tell you pretty close to the truth and not put too much bias into why they think a certain situation happened the way it did. Right. Um, I feel like if you don't talk to someone or if you haven't experienced law enforcement like in action, you're going to see a video and it's going to look really bad. Well, use of force is never going to look pretty. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it, it's basically fighting. So uh, when we watch a, a, you know, Mike Tyson beat somebody up on an airplane, it doesn't look pretty, but it's not good. If a use of force leads to that officer going home at the end of the shift, it's not going to look pretty, but it's for a reason. Um, come right along, come with questions and ask them. Don't be afraid to. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that's all we, with the community outreach unit, with our neighborhood engagement team, I think those are two really big, great units. Uh, of course the safe unit does such a great job as well, interacting with the community and all of our officers do a good job. Uh, our patrol officers don't get to do it as much, uh, because they are, you know, at those calls for service and things like that. But in in their downtime, if they're seeing kids on the street, I know there's plenty of times where they just stop and say hi and interact with them, and it 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 just takes a hello, yeah, to, to open that door. So, and I I know it's happening because these officers come to our office for stickers to pass out <laughs> to the kids. So. Okay, so and then when they run out of stickers, you're like, hmm. yeah, all right, that's good, that's good. Well, I mean, yeah, the community outreach unit. I mean, you guys, this is just you know, one of the best units uh, at the department, even though you guys have to stay in the basement. But that's okay. At least we're safe when there's a tornado. That's true. Yeah. That's so true. If if there's a tornado, I'm coming down there. (laughs) Or you can go up to dispatch. They have, like, those, like, storms, windows. Have you seen them in action? Yes. It's crazy. Very cool. Anyway, before we get off, before we get sidetracked here. Again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, this is just a... A great team that you guys got down there, and only a few of you. It's very interesting. I feel yeah. people don't realize sometimes as we have so many units, but there's only a handful of either officers and or a mix of officers and uh, professional employees that make up those units. Yeah, that do a lot. <laughs> there is a lot to be done. There's more that we. We could do, so we need more people to help out. Absolutely, yeah, more volunteers, and you can find all of this information on the uh, City of Waco website, wacopolice.com. It has the Junior Police Academy, the Explorers, the WCPAAA, it has the CPA. Yeah. That's a lot of there's, letters. <laughs> there's a lot of acronyms, so if you are interested in getting involved, uh, get ready for acronym soup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alphabet soup. Acronym. Acronym. Acronym alphabet soup. It's like the the classier (laughs) fine dining. That's right. And uh, we are happy that you guys came on to listen to us this week. We appreciate you. I'm Sierra Shipley, the public information officer. And I'm Officer AJ Smith, the Crime Stoppers coordinator for McLennan County. Have a good one, Waco. Until next time. Waco PD on the beat. The heartbeat serving 